Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, welcome to Speak. Y'all know what it is. It is time for kickoff. Surprise. Sheer, utter disbelief. The Lions pulled off the upset last night versus the Chiefs. Football is back, baby. But we got a great show. Starting with this, there was a surprise statement made at the end of the game when Mike Torito, Mike Tirico said that this win has an asterisk because of no Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey heading to the desk. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, asterisk? Swagger and surfing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, going. I, ain't, I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about that. No asterisk. Listen, when you're on a football field, if I'm playing, I'm not playing for any reason, not coaching his coach, it don't matter. Whoever's out there, that's what the game is about. It's a, that was a real win, and that was a real loss. Asterisk, no asterisk? Absolutely not. not. You play who's out there. Yeah. You play who's out there. They, yeah. The Chiefs still was favorite. They were. So what are we talking about? They absolutely were. Far end, that is James Jones, Super Bowl champ. What up, big dog? What's going down, man? And have you gotten that barbecue off of you yet? Man, I tried. You see me in that gym today. <laughs> but it's still there. Last night, we all watched the game, had some great food. It was great. Joy Taylor, how are we doing? I'm great. I got the barbecue off. It was a nice, nice oh, long walk today while we're prepping for the show. <laughs> the little Pilates. Little Pilates. Was that, was that pork? Yeah, a little. Now, you know I don't eat pork. Y'all set me up. My stomach been acting up all day. <laughs> Shady took home a to-go plate. That's Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. Okay, let's get to first. In 10, family, you have waited far too long for this Friday show because football is around the corner, and it was last night. Chiefs, they were missing all pro. Travis Kelsey and defensive superstar Chris Jones. They couldn't get it done against the Lions, losing by one point. You saw that drop by Kadarius Tony right there. BB took it all the way back to the crib, and the Detroit Lions found a way to get it done. Eight dropped passes last night as the Lions held on for the win. Joy, this game, it brings forth a lot of questions, and we are so excited to have you all watching. Y'all could be watching any show. You're watching, guards. Let's dive into it. Was it a good Lions win? Or, no Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey, eight drops. Was it a bad Chiefs loss? Break it down for us. Well, like you said, the Chiefs were favored. Mm-hmm. So Vegas didn't care that Vegas Kelsey knows. wasn't there. Well, they didn't know last night, but they didn't care that Chris Jones wasn't there and Travis Kelsey wasn't there. They still thought Mahomes, Andy Reid, they're going to get it done. Now, of course, they didn't account for those eight drops. But, of course, this is a great Lions win. I don't like to get into the details of, of injuries. There are always going to be injuries. Chris Jones, obviously, is not an injury. But you're not always going to have all of your players available. You're not even right. going to have all your coaches available. Things happen, we saw over the mm-hmm. past couple of years. There's been games not coached by the head coach. It was COVID or whatever. So I, I'm not going to take anything away from what the Lions did in this game. That is the game that the Lions usually lose. True. They tried to. They tried to. Yep. They tried to. We were sitting they there. Definitely did. Lions Here come the Lions. Lions. <laughs> Here go the Lions. And I know Lions fans felt the same way. So, no, it's a great win. You don't, you don't have to blow somebody out in order for it to be a yep. great win. And I don't want to hear about Travis Kelsey not being there. And he was missed. 
He was missed, and we're going to talk about it. But that's a great Lions win. It's one of the best wins they've had in a long time. They should feel great about it this morning. No, no, Joy's right, for sure. I mean, that was a that was a real win. And I was happy that they won this game, just because obviously I wanted Andy Reid and the Chiefs to win. Yep. But I was happy to see that the Lions, they've been on this borderline of they're getting better, they're getting good, but they don't win. No and we've seen a lot of times in the past where they get close to winning the game and they'll lose. This Lions being Lions. No doubt. Right? Lions being Cubs. Anyway. But, <laughs> but the cool thing is, like, watching that game, even seeing some of the younger players from the Chiefs, the young wide receiver core, they're going to be better, though. Right? And, and they, they didn't show a lot because they dropped a lot of balls. But I think that's just when you have a guy like Travis Kelsey not there. When you have a main target, Everybody can feed off of him. Mm-hmm. Compared to now, when them lights are bright, there's no, there's no main target. Yeah. Now, when we need that third down, it's you. It's you. It's you. Now, I know uh, KT, um, Kadarius Tony. Tony, he had a tough game. But let me remind everybody, he's just a really, really good player. Last year, he helped his team win a championship. Mm-hmm. He got the ball in space, diff- did different things. Now, he missed a lot of time in training camp. I think that's why his, his timing wasn't there. I hand coordination wasn't there. He missed a lot of time in training camp. But I think next week and the week after that, we'll see him get back to his regular self, catching passes, main guys miss helping the offense out. Yeah, we got to give the Lions and Coach Campbell credit, right? Yeah. Because like you said, we were all, all four of us are sitting there watching the game like we just waiting for the Lions to Lions and make that one mistake, right? And this right here lets you know this football team is taking that next step. It was so many close games last year mm-hmm. that if they make the play, they win the ball game and they were not making the plays. Mm-mm. Last night, they made the plays to win that ball game. I know that interception for a touchdown was a drop, right? Yeah. But they still got to make the play. Mm-hmm. Detroit usually does not make those plays. When they went down and were winning 7-0 and then the Chiefs came and they responded, scored, and got the ball back and scored again, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean, Lion? But the Lions stayed in it. Jared Goff did not make any, any well. stupid mistakes. They ran the ball well. This is a great win for the Detroit Lions. The confidence that should be in this locker room and in this coaching staff that we can win these close games. And if this is the best, and I know two of the players wasn't there, but if this is the best, the Super Bowl champions, the Detroit Lions should feel real good about themselves knowing they beat the the Chiefs. I I love this Friday show, getting to celebrate football. Phenomenal win by the Detroit Lions. To put in context of us continuing to use the phrase, the Lions will lie the Chiefs were down by one point. Seven minutes, six seconds left in the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes got the ball. We all knew how it was going to end. Yeah. Mahomes was going to go down, score, game over. Okay, it didn't happen. Surprise, surprise. The Chiefs go three and out. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball again, down by one point. Two minutes, 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Okay, we know how the game's going to end. Y- y'all good? Can we start p- cleaning up the house? Yeah. We good? Can I turn it <laughs> off now? It didn't happen. Surprise, surprise. Once again, the Chiefs went four and out. The Lions didn't, in fact. Lion, I can't guarantee that we would believe in the Lions if they win that game. But I could guarantee we would not believe in the Lions had they lost that game. And because they won that game, now I believe I can continue to put some stock Mm -hmm. in the Lions. Again, no Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey. That's where the conversation will now pivot to because, Shady, you won a Super Bowl with Chris Jones. You won a Super Bowl with Travis Kelsey. You know just how talented those two players are, two of the top 10, top 15 players in the National Football League, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Travis Kelsey. They weren't present. Nope. Who did the Chiefs miss more, though, big dog? Wow, that's, that's, whoo, whoo, that's a good question. God dang. It can't be a tie, right? No. Can't be a tie. I'm going to go with Kelsey. Okay. Just because uh, the defense played solid, mm-hmm. right? But offensively, they didn't have no real spark. Yeah. Other than that real, like that long drive they've had, they didn't have no real spark. And I think Travis Kelsey's the type of guy where, yeah, the play, they might cover him up, right? Everybody's covered. He's going to make the, the difference. He's going to find a way yeah. to get open, yep. right? And they, they say creating a play after the play. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when the play snap, boom, okay, they cover it. Now, what else are you going to do? Kelsey's the best at that. And also, I talked about it um, yesterday, was, was how Kelsey and Mahomes, when I got to the Chiefs, I didn't see a connection like that till I got there. I'm like, oh, wow, they're in sync. Mm-hmm. He uh, Left eyebrow up, he knows what that means, and they can give you that look. Um, Detroit played a lot of man coverage yesterday, yeah. and I, I noticed that when teams play man coverage, Kelsey kills that. Yeah. That's the thing, he kills that. And now you add the other pieces to it. Well, the thing is, they didn't have Kelsey. So they played man. Mm-hmm. And you seen Pat a lot of times in the pocket, like, dang, where I go? Where I go? Where I go? And that's because he didn't have Kelsey. I think if Kelsey was there, we'd have seen a lot of difference from the role players and also with the offense. It's got to be Travis Kelsey for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight drops. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that they were dropping the ball. They're crossing each other, looking confused. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That never happens. They looked unprepared. Like sloppy, not like they had good communication. And these weren't all guys that weren't in the building before. Mm-hmm. So the drop off from your number one guy to your number two guy can't be that big. Yeah. And, and it was a canyon. Massive. Massive. You felt it. So there was confusion. There was, there was nobody. There was no go-to guy. It felt like nobody really stepped up. Yes, they were obviously still in the game at the end of the game. It's not like they got blown out. But that's not going to work mm-hmm. all season long. Yep. That's, that's just not going to work. And it was confusing to see them look like that because they never look like that. Mahomes frustrated. He's yeah. I've never seen that frustrated. Like I've never ever. seen him that frustrated, and rightfully so because it's, yeah. it wasn't on him. He's putting the ball there. So to me, this is this is obviously on Kelsey. Now look, they they did run, they ran the ball well. Detroit did, mm-hmm. and you imagine that wouldn't have gone so well for them and may have made things more difficult on their offense if Chris Jones was there. But to me, the, it was a glaring drop-off without Kelsey there offensively. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with either of these dudes. Of course. But right. from watching the game last night, even if Travis Kelsey is in the offense, you're going to need those other dudes to make plays. Somebody's going to have to make a play, right? Eventually, Travis Kelsey is going to be doubled. Somebody's going to have to make a play. I think that will get fixed. I think Tony will make those catches. I think Sky yeah. Moore will make those catches. I think that stuff can get fixed. What can't get fixed... It's Chris Jones not being there. Mm-hmm. And that is why I'm saying Chris Jones, because when you watch that game last night, you have four pressures and zero sacks. Yeah. Right? And, yes, you could look at it from the big point of view. Well, they only gave up 14 points. The defense did well. They don't have a closer. Chris Jones, the Chiefs usually give up points. But when the game is on the line on the defensive side of the ball, you need a closer. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I bring that up, because we talked about it last night at the house, fourth and 25, Mm -hmm. two minutes and five seconds left, three timeouts with the two-minute warning, four timeouts. You cannot tell me if Chris Jones is there, they do not punt that ball. Yeah. James, let me, let me build on your point for a moment. It's fascinating. We talk about Chris Jones a lot. I want to help educate the viewer at home. If you are a linebacker, a secondary player, if your defensive tackle isn't there, you have to overreact. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if a quarterback is playing without LaShawn McCoy. If you realize I don't have a running back that can get me five at any point in time, you have to change the game plan. When I was watching, if I may, when I was watching the game last night, I was looking at the linebackers, James Jones. I was looking at the linebackers, Joy Taylor, and I want you all to look Look at these three players and I will show you two plays. Now, who are the three players in question? Look at these three. One, two, three. Those are the linebackers. Because Chris Jones is not present on this running play, they're like, look, we have no Chris Jones. We got to get there right now. There's no defensive tackle to make the play for us. So watch those three players. They are screaming downhill. 
Detroit Lions, they're not going to do anything. Chiefs think, oh, congratulations, Chiefs win. But now I will show you another play later during the game. Look at the three linebackers once again. One, two, three. They have to come downhill aggressively because Chris Jones is not present. But here's the problem. See, when it's a pass play, now you're in a dilemma. Because if y'all can see this blue line right here, the line of scrimmage, well, now you have one linebacker, two linebackers, three linebackers at the line of scrimmage on a pass play. So what does that do? There is nobody in the middle of the field. When Chris Jones is not present, linebackers have to overreact. Andy Reid has to overreact. The whole game plan has to change because of the absence of that big body. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is a right answer. It's not like Chris Jones is the right answer. But it was fascinating watching that game saying there's such an adjustment without Travis Kelsey. Eight drops? Eight drops? Such an adjustment without Chris Jones. It's just like, man. Even with the drops... Like some of them, some of them drops were on third downs, mm-hmm. where where they're not going to be the guy that's getting the ball on third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so yeah. He, he, now I have to do more contest, contested catches now compared to Kelsey. That's been his role. And then as, as a role player, it's funny. Like watching that game, like man, if, if Kelsey is there, the type of confidence in the offense is way different, mm-hmm. right? Like in the huddle when he's there, I right, third down. Hey, bro, you you, you got us. Cool. All right. Hey, if he's not there, Pat, hey, I'm, I'm there for you. Compared to now, there's no guy to the left saying that. I guess I'm the guy. Yeah. All right, Pat. I got you. Where that's not even your role because you never did that. And he's like, these dudes are young. I'm just thinking about myself being a, a young player in the office with Donovan McNabb. We had all these other guys. I'm like, man, they coming to me? Yeah. Compared to having a guy that's already done it and I'm following his footsteps, it'd be a lot easier. And so that's what, all them drops, I don't yeah. think that you, you see as many drops if Kelsey and, was and there. And that's a really good point because it's the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. We talked about it. If Von Miller's out there, you know, hey, two seconds, the ball got to be coming yeah. out. <laughs> if Aaron Donald is there, you know, hey, two, three that's seconds, right. the ball got to be You got a time clock secondary. It was zero pressure. Yeah. It was zero pressure. So them DBs know, man, we got to cover five, six seconds. Yeah. That's different. You can't guard nobody in the National Football League for five, six seconds. I don't care who you are. Charles Woodson, Richard Sherman, Darrell, six, seven seconds, you can't guard nobody. Right? So with no pressure there, right, it hurts everybody. The linebackers, you just showed really good tape of the line. They know we can't stop the run with these front four. So I got to be screaming downhill to be able to stop this run, and that's when play-action pass, pass happens. When Chris is there, sometimes they're able to stop the run with their front foot. Joy, quickly, all things considered, you and I were on the same side yesterday. Travis Kelsey should not play. He wasn't healthy enough. He was begging the coaches to let him play. But now we have the new information of the fact that the Chiefs actually lost. Still the right decision? Can second-guess the decision? Don't let, like, no regrets on Kelsey not playing? Oh, in fact, I feel even more strongly that he shouldn't have played because he got to get healthy because they need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good way to look (laughs) at it. Don't risk it. You you know what it looks like now for sure. So you, you, you did the right thing. Make sure he's healthy. Well, the biggest storyline the last week in sports has been Deion Sanders and the exhilarating Well, that storyline could come crashing down in 24 hours if Prime doesn't win tomorrow versus Nebraska. Is tomorrow already a must win for Prime time? That's next on Speak. Don't forget, catch every day, Fox Sports Channel. If they win, I'm going to cry like that. You see how you're crying? That's going to be me. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. 
real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for second and short, family. That means we are going around the nation. Let me tell you about the biggest college football games that you must watch in the next 24 hours. Urgency, urgency, urgency. Starting with Texas versus Alabama. Number three, Alabama. Number 11, Texas. The Longhorns travel to Tuscaloosa to see if they can redeem themselves after last year's loss. Alabama has a new quarterback under helm. Bryce Young is no longer there. As for Texas, Quinn Ewers still supposed to be a first-round pick. He's present. We'll see what happens. Let's move from there to the West. You got USC facing Stanford. You have to watch Caleb Williams. If you are a football fan of any level, at any capacity, Caleb Williams is a man that you need to study the tape of because he is a dominant, dominant force. Dominant dude. I mean, this play right here, freak like. Freak like. Caleb Williams, USC, Stanford. Gonna be a game you gotta witness. But the game that everybody's waiting for, right after Big Noon kickoff, on Fox, mm-hmm. Colorado. Versus Nebraska. You can hear the applause in the background, and they are well-deserved and well-merited. Colorado upset TCU last week. TCU was number 17. Colorado unranked. But now, Colorado has jumped into the polls for the first time in a long time because of Coach Prime. Heading to Ooh, the desk. That was bars. Say that again? That was... Hey, that was hey, I made it up. I can't do it again. I can't do it again. It happened once. Shady, um, you have been a believer in Deion Sanders really before everybody, at least national TV. That's right. I mean, truly, right. your, your, your conviction in that, it, it's unheralded. Thank you. But now, Colorado's facing Nebraska. Yeah. Colorado's a favorite. They're not the underdog. That's right. Colorado got the target on their back. They're not looking at the target on the other team's back. Is tomorrow a must-win game for Coach Prime? Absolutely. There it is. There's no way you go down there to TCU and beat them at home, right? Yes, sir. You get a, a, a road win, and then you come back home. You know how the fans are going to be going crazy? Mm-hmm. Listen. They won one game last year. They already did that. <laughs> they already sold out. Every home game is sold out. They're ready to see it. They want to see them close to personal. And I think Coach Prime, not only did he bring his, his suitcase with Louie, mm-hmm. he brought the whole city kind of out. Hey, there, they waiting to play. Yeah. And I think this game right here will be, because what, minus two and a half? I think the pr- three now. Point spread? Just, just down Man, listen, this is going to be like, what, 17-point lead. Ooh. Yeah, probably ain't playing. Uh. And last thing, you talked about mm-hmm. getting hunted now. Now that everybody knows who they are, mm-hmm. right, it's a target on their back. But Prime is great. Coach Prime is great at, listen, guys, don't forget, we keeping receipts. All these reporters, all these people talking about the roster, we're not good enough, we shouldn't be here, we don't belong. Yes, sir. That ain't race. That ain't going. They ready to play. Yeah. And Coach Prime, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Jay? I'm with him. You, you can't do that. Oh, to you us. with me now? Yeah, I'm with okay, you. Okay, he I'm believes. With I'm with you. You can't do that to us, Prime. You can't go down there and play the way you played against number 17 in the country right. on the road yeah. and win that game. Your first outing, too. Because we know it's a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and stuff that's going to happen your right. first outing. You cannot go out there and play like that. Then come to the crib where it's sold out. You got all of us believing now, Shady. You can't go lay an egg. Yeah. You have to get this one done. And I'm with Shady. I believe you got to get this one done in a dominant fashion. Yep. Mm-hmm. This ain't no three-point win. or no. You got to go to the crib, and you got to get this one done in a dominant fashion. Right, Shador, you got to go out there and ball. You and the Heisman watching all that yep. type of stuff now. Yeah. We need to see it again. Is this truly who they are? Yeah. Or was it a fluke? Because that's Good. what we're going to be talking about if they lose. Mm-hmm. Is it a fluke? Yeah. Was it luck? Is that really Shador? Is that, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get this one done in a dominant fashion because from what we seen last week, you are clearly – the better football team. Well said. Uh, but two J's over here. So, hey, <laughs> JT, I'm like, Jay, wait, I think he's going to that, Jay. Um, yeah, this is a must-win game. 
When you get new information, you got to update your opinion. No doubt, no and doubt. And sometimes when you, you when you update your opinion, you got to update your expectations. Mm. And that's where we are. You here. You have arrived. This is a good thing. But the expectations come with that. And the expectation is you better beat this unranked team at home. Yep. That's, that's what it is. You went to TCU, had a, had a big win on the road against a team that was in the national championship last year. Do you believe now? Mm-hmm. We do. We all believe. So this is a game you got to win. We're not into the Oregon yeah. and Utah and not USC yet. conversations yet. yet. Yeah. Then, then we're really going to right. start making choices. These are the games that you should be winning yep. if you're on a path to changing this program around and making a bowl game. These are, these are the, I don't want to say easy ones. I don't want to be disrespectful to Nebraska, but... These are the easy ones. It's going to get harder, yeah. These are the ones you're supposed to win. These are the ones you're supposed to win if you are in that position and you are truly where everyone is putting you. And we saw with our own two eyes last week, they are talented. They have Travis Hunter, who's in the Heisman conversation after one game, looking like something we haven't seen in years. So you can't argue the, the talent part of it. Now it's just a matter of are you able to put wins together, which is the sign that this is truly turned around. Have to win. Got to. Have to win. There is no other option. The, the college football landscape is unique. I love covering college football. We'll be working 12 hours tomorrow on Fox, watching all these games and working on all these games. It's unique because in the NFL, you can lose a game. It's all good. Mm-hmm. College, you can't lose a game, particularly to an unranked team. Yeah. If you want to lose to LSU, lose to, Nebraska, lose to uh, Alabama, lose to Clemson, cool. You can't lose to an unranked team. Mm. I also have to be honest with y'all. I can't lie. I don't know how good Colorado is. I don't know how good Nebraska is. I don't know how good anybody is just yet. It's too early. It's too early. We don't know enough. We don't know enough about anything. But I do know if you lose to Nebraska, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because over the last six years, Nebraska's 23 and 46. So I know how bad Nebraska has been. I don't know how good they are or will be. I can just tell you all how bad they have been. It's not good. Prime, you can't afford to do everything that you did, have Shady jumping up here, standing on the desk, telling everybody how good you are. Prime, you engaging with us on our social media pages. You're doing all the interviews and all and whatnot. You basically were, figuratively speaking. Um, you can't lose. And if you want to make a bowl game, like Joy said, I believe the, bowl, the goal for the Buffaloes is a bowl game. Can't lose to Nebraska. No. Under what, no what, circumstances. What is that? How many games? Six. six. Oh, that's it, Fairbowl? That's it. That's oh, it. Yeah, Just got to get six. Yeah, but they're trying to get to a nice one. Bingo. No, I agree. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, and, I agree. and if we're being honest, and I don't want to say it, but I thought about it this morning. If we're being honest, last year TCU wasn't supposed to go to the national championship. Nope. But they did. I say that to say. I'm not yeah. saying Colorado will go to a national championship. But it was unforeseen for TCU to do it. Why can't Colorado? Mm. You got Shador. Why can't Colorado? You got Edwards, why can't Colorado? You got Prime, why can't Colorado? You got Hunter, why can't Colorado? You yeah. got Shiloh, why can't Colorado? But you can't if you don't beat Nebraska. Absolutely. Yeah, and, that, and that's my thing. I, I want to see the, the stars play big. Um, Andrew will always say that. When we had a big game coming up, hey, listen, our best players got to outdo their best show, players. Yeah. Right? And, and, and you look at um, Shador Sanders. I mean, he's, he's the biggest player in this game right now. Mm-hmm. I watched him last game. I even watched tape on him just to make sure my eyes wasn't yeah. tripping. And... <laughs> That joker pretty good, yeah. right? And he didn't run. And I watched old tape when he was at Jackson State where he was running. Yeah. He stayed in the pocket, poised. He looked collected. He looked smart. Um, and then all the skill players. His wide receivers were all making plays. Yeah. So I, I can't watch that game against TCU and, 
and can't expect to see even better this game. Right? I think you're going against a less talented team. Yeah. Right. I think the Brass is they, they cool. Yeah. I watched them against Minnesota. Like that was like the old 2000 Steelers versus the Ravens. <laughs> and now there's a college it's spread out. It's, we throwing it, we running around, we doing. So I need to see Colorado come out there and be efficient, look physical on defense, tackling the first couple of weeks in any football, if it's college or pro, tackle the tackles is, is always sloppy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I need to see a little better tackling um, this game because they do run the ball a lot, as in Nebraska. And other than that, win this game. And what I love about Let's college go. football that's different than the pros is you got to win in style. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you want to go up in these rankings and you want to try to get to the national that's championship or be up in there, you got to win in style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't go out here to Nebraska unranked coming into your crib and win by three. Can't yeah. do you it. can't. You a have win to win, win by 17, yeah. 20. You got to get part. this thing done. That, NFL, you win by three, good. We all in the right. locker room. We turn up. We got the W. Joyce, can't do that. Joyce said the best. A win. It's not a win. It not ain't. in college football. A blowout is a win in college get. football. <laughs> right. Well, stat to remember, the get-in price for Colorado, Nebraska, $300. Mm. It's more expensive than the get-in price for any NFL game. Oh. A lot, a the lot. The prime effect. Stake. The prime effect. I love that. The prime effect. Speaking of prices, Joe Burrow's price tag just went all the way up. Yeah. A record-breaking NFL deal. In case you missed it, $275 million for Joe Burrow. Our reaction to that massive extension. Next. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, family, we are in third and long. We got to go the distance on this topic because Joe Burrow's pockets are a lot longer. $275 million reportedly after signing a five-year deal with $55 million annually, jumping Justin Herbert by $2.5 million annually. But get this, $219 million guaranteed. Right now? Like, give it to him right give now? Give it to him. Don't matter. Don't In his like pockets. This. Give it to him. He got real gangster. Didn't he get gangster with that one? Hey, that's a gangster contract right there. 209. You know, the craziest part about it, and I think the Bengals have been intentional this whole time. We didn't talk much about it because we were all at the crib waiting for the game to go down, but nobody, Joy, ever talked about the contract. Not Burrow, not Burrow's agents, not the Bengals. And then right before opening kickoff yeah. of opening night, yeah. NFL, uh, NFL Thursday, you just get a tweet. Yeah. Like, that. Ha- to me, it was all calculated. Yeah. It was like, this is going to be the smallest big story yeah. ever, but we got to make a big deal of it. What's your reaction? Yeah, I mean, uh, JoJo, listened to sh- he listened to Joy. 
<laughs> you say, you know what, Joy? I, say, I heard you up here talking, but I ain't going to make a big deal. I'm just going to go behind the scenes. Hey, I ain't going to play. Uh, <laughs> I ain't going to tweet nothing out, none of that. I ain't going to be there. But I ain't going to be there. But no, I mean, obviously, this is well-deserved. You talk about a dude that was drafted number one overall. Usually, when you draft the number one overall, I mean, you're going to the worst team in the National Football yes, League. sir. He has had this team in the Super Bowl. He's had this team in the AFC Championship game twice. Well-deserved. He earned that bread. And I'm glad it's done because we need JoJo Burrow on the football field playing football because it's better for the National Football League. But true. we all know he earned every penny of that. Um, yes. Thank you for listening, Joe. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I, don't need, I don't even need a percentage. I'm just happy to watch you play. Uh, you don't get on that field without a deal. And it got done. And, it, hey, they had to sell some lake houses. <laughs> 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 hey, I, I see why it took so long. Go ahead and list that one oh, and that one because that is a lot of guaranteed <laughs> Money. And good for him. He deserves it. Uh, I mean, look, these these deals keep going up, and they're going to continue to go up, as they always do. And as the salary cap goes up, which it will again, they'll go up even more. Um, But he deserves it. He's he's come in, as as James said, to a team that we didn't think much of at all, that was a very bad team, turned the organization around. He's a generational player. It's very rare to find guys that can come in and take a team like the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. We weren't talking about that. There was not even a dream. I don't want to hear what anyone says. So what he's done is remarkable. He deserves all of it. And and the other part is, I mean, it just shows you how ain't nobody worried about that uh, Deshaun deal. Mm. Ain't nobody talking about that that deal. What did, no, we're going to come down. Mm -hmm. We're going to come down from that number because that is not a deal that anyone else is interested in signing. And if anyone was going to get it done, it's him. And the fact that he is still under that guaranteed money shows you how, what an outlier that deal is. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Joe Burrow deserves every cent. Right, he he probably earn, he, he needs a little bit more. Yeah, he deserves a little bit more of that money. I mean, it's how good he's yeah. he's played and and what he's done for that franchise. I've never looked at the, the Bengals franchise as like a a winning franchise. No. Nowadays, it's like, hey man, hey, who's gonna win the AFC? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs, but I don't know them Bengals. Yeah. And that's the new conversation. So I just I just love that they got the deal done and. And for one, not for one second, I thought that he would play without getting a deal. Yeah. Right? I, I think Lamar Jackson, that was rare because you don't ever really see that, especially with the quarterbacks. You look at Bosa. He, he made sure he got his money before he played. Most players going to get a deal done before they step out on that field. Yeah. And that's what he did. Shady, I, I would su- submit. I would submit, you know, for, for y'all's listening, listening attention that Joe Burrow could deserve more money than any player in football. No question. Because Joe Burrow has taken his team a further distance Mm -hmm. than any player in football. He hasn't taken his team to a further destination. That is Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl. But Joe Burrow has taken his team a further distance than any player. Mm -hmm. From two wins Mm -hmm. to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. From the worst team in football Mm -hmm. to the second best team in football. Joe Burrow got drafted after a 2-14 season. And two years later, Joe Burrow was in the Super Bowl. For context, Patrick Mahomes, remember, was on a wild card team. A 10-win, 12-win on average Chiefs team. He took that 10-win team to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow took a 2-win team Mm. to a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow has taken a team a further distance than any other player. Not a further destination. I do understand the clarification. I hope you can as well. But I would suggest that Joe Burrow could be worth more money than any player, including Pat, just because of that distance traveled. I was drafted to the Browns. Shady, you were drafted to the Eagles. The Eagles are a well-run franchise. I was drafted to the Browns, not a well-run franchise. I know how hard it is because I have seen so many quarterbacks come and go to that porous organization. Ah. So, so to see what Joe Burrow has done, it's just so astonishing 
to me. I, I'm gonna need 30. I'm gonna take, take, <laughs> take 30. 30. Listen, I love Joe Burrow, take right? I love watching him. I, I respect this game. Yes, sir. LSU all the way to the Bengals. And, and listen, 219 guarantee, he needs more than that. I yeah. get that. Yeah. 275 overall, I agree. He needs more than that. But, 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 hold up, hold up. <laughs> We're not gonna sit here like. Huh. He's more deserving than, than Patrick Mahomes. No, no, I, you, I'm just, I, I, I get what you were saying, yeah, but like when you said, uh, you know what I mean? It just, <laughs> for me to hear that, it's like, whoa, like, I can't. It just didn't sound good. Patrick Mahomes, he, listen, they are different, of right? Course. And Joe is very close. Yes, yes. But he's not there yet. No, and I'm not saying he is. Okay, okay. I'm not saying he is. Right. I'm just saying I would suggest what Joe Burrow has done, and it might sound crazy to those oh, at home, but I, I was in Cleveland, so I would suggest <laughs> what Joe Burrow has done yes. is just as impressive. 100%. Like, it's just, like the Bengals were no. so bad. It's, 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 it's really, it's just amazing. I don't just know amazing. why we always got to compare. Yeah. No, I'm not. It's just as impressive what anybody's done. Yeah, and, like, and don't I, even make and a I pat get what, what you're saying. It's, it's no knock on Pat, right? We no, easily like can it. sit here and say that Pat is the best quarterback of course. in the NFL. Even no Joe, questions. JoJo said No that, questions, right? no questions. But at the no end questions. of the day, what you, when you look at what he has done love it. Yeah. For, this, for this organization, that's when you can start saying, like, ooh, wee. You can compare. You talk about two wins to the Super Bowl? I, I get it. The, I, I and, and who'd you beat to get to the Super Bowl? I understand that, bro. You get what I'm saying? And then you talking about getting back to another AFC championship. And right now, when you look at AFC, you're saying is, Joey is B, asking, or you saying Patty Mahomes. But is it, is it you as impressive? You can't say that That's, because what Patty has done. You're talking about okay, MVP. I just want to get the word right. Okay, 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 okay. Two Super Bowls. Uh, but being number one overall... And in three years, four years, what you haven't accomplished, bruh, yeah. this dude changed that whole truth, thing around. Before we pivot, I kind of think about, like, as, as a number one overall pick, you might have to go back to Peyton. Because Ooh, I'm thinking about, like, Baker, Jameis, Goff in Los Angeles. Um, this is pretty good. Jamarcus this is pretty, this is pretty good. No, go ahead. This is pretty good. Um, Jamarcus. Who are the number ones at quarterback? Like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah. You might have to go back to Pe Andrew Luck. Um, you, like, you really might have to go – Alex Smith, yeah. uh, you might have to go back to Peyton Manning to, to find Cam Newton. Cam, Newton. Cam Newton. Cam's a really good one. Staff Cam's a really a good, good one. one. But Stafford in Detroit. But immediate, so like, immediately, immediately turning this thing around, though, Peyton took was a Parson, little while. Was, was, Carson uh, Palmer. Car Carson, was yep. he a, he's a number Cam is probably yep. the closest. Cam's probably the closest recent. Obviously, Eli yep. Manning, but, but the Giants weren't as bad. So it's just – it's really astonishing. It's just, it it's is. just astonishing. And isn't it, like, it so much more money than you would make in College, so like, don't you think you want to go to the NFL and get 219 million to turn around a team that's going to win? I don't know. I think I'd want to try it. 8 million and 219. Just a little bit. Joy, on Sunday, we will see the two highest paid at the position. Yeah. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, 219 guaranteed, 230 guaranteed. On Sunday, we will see two of the top quarterbacks in the AFC Burrow, Watson, given a lot of money, given a lot of responsibility. But I got to ask you, who then is under more pressure? Mm. Burrow, Watson. I mean, Deshaun, it's, it's not close. I mean, they're, they're close in money now. So obviously, you, if you want to measure who's under the most pressure because of the most money, fine. I don't need to do that. They're both very highly paid. But Joe Burrow is just in a different class. It's mm -hmm. just I, I can't even listen to an argument. What did we just all talk about? Deshaun was drafted very high to an organization that wasn't doing well. They did not reach the Super Bowl. Mm -mm. They were not doing the, what Joe Burrow and the Bengals are doing. So he's in a position now where he had a lot of time off from the game. Mm -hmm. 
came back, didn't look great, but we all gave him a mulligan on it because of the circumstances. Well, that's gone now. Yep. The excuses are off the table. Now you have the opportunity to do what Joe Burrow did with the Cincinnati Bengals in the same division. This is a very talented team. This is a team that won a playoff game with Baker Mayfield, who is now on his fourth team. You're paid $230 million. You were, brought, you were outbid, the, the Browns outbid other teams to bring you in here, took PR hits and everything else to get their quarterback in the building. Now it's time to deliver. D- we know what Joe Burrow is. We know what he can accomplish. And he's obviously just been paid as such. Mm-hmm. We have to see what Deshaun Watson's going to do with this Browns team. Yeah, I think all the pressure is on Deshaun Watson. We got to see it. I mean, from, from the old Deshaun Watson watching with the Texans, he looked, he looked good. He looked great. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought that, man, this kid's going to potentially um, compete with Patrick Mahomes for that spot. Now, if you take all the, the two Super Bowls, I mean, it's a different story, but this as a talent level. Now we get to this point where we watched him last year, he didn't look good at all. Yeah. But I gave him, him an excuse. I gave him a pass. Right? He hasn't played football for a very long time. He didn't have a, a true full offseason or in, a, in, a, or in offseason to really work with his team. But now that you have full offseason, you're healthy, yeah. you work with the team, you're with the offense, it's your show. We got to see it. Yeah. And all the pressure is on Deshaun Watson because that team is loaded on defense and on offense. Yeah. Shady, give me a slogan. What? What are we talking what about? Are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> all the pressure is on Deshaun Watson. 230 guarantee. I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow special. Joe can come out here and this team can go 8-7 and seven or whatever it is, 17 games now. And not make the playoffs. And we're going to sit here and say, Joey B going to be back next year. I will right? say that. We have that much confidence in him. We don't have that much confidence in Deshaun Watson right now. If he goes out here with this Browns team, with a loaded roster, and does not make the playoffs, and you got 230 M's guaranteed, what are we talking about? You have to get this franchise Two-plus playoff wins, right? You have to take this franchise to where Joey B has took in the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's to a Super Bowl. That's right. All the pressure is on Deshaun Watson. We gave you 230 M's because we've seen what you did in Houston. That has to show up in Cleveland, and it hasn't yet. We know what Joey B going to be. We don't know what you are going to be in Cleveland. We knew what you were in Houston. We don't know what you're going to be in Cleveland. All the pressure James, let me, is let me, on Deshaun Let me ask you a follow-up. Uh, driving in, well, not driving into work. When I arrived at work today, I was watching a track meet because Sharika Jackson, a Jamaican superstar, said she was going for the 200-meter record. Mm-hmm. She said she was going for it. So I stopped what I was doing, picked up my phone, downloaded the app, and I watched. She didn't get it. Yeah. I was like, ah, man, well, that was a waste. Not realizing she ran the fourth fastest time in the history of women running the 200 meters. Mm. Prisoner of her own success. We said, thought you were going to get a world record. Yeah. So when you run the fourth fastest time, should be celebrating. And so I'm like, ah. Yeah. Could Burrow become a prisoner of his own success in the sense that every year he's been healthy, he's gone to an AFC championship game, $275 million now. We know how good the Bengals are. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, Joe Mixon, that's just on the, def- on the offensive end. On the, off- on the defensive end, two pass rushers, eight-plus sacks. Is there the pressure of Joe Burrow because of how good yeah. he's been? Whereas Deshaun hasn't been good on a good team yeah. since 2019. Is there, that? Is there any of that? Well, absolutely, right? Because you're putting JoJo Burrow up there with the greats, right? The Patty Mahomes, right? The Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing else that matters for Joe Burrow than winning a Super Bowl. We are not going to be surprised at Joe Burrow for anything he does in the National Football League unless he wins a, a, a Super Bowl. He's took you to the AFC Championship. He took you to Super Bowl. He changed around a whole organization. So 
the Patty Mahomes, just like Patty, you go and win two playoff games and lose, that ain't good enough, Pat. Yeah. You know, strictly because the standard that you have set is the same for Joe. It ain't good enough, Joe. We need Super Bowls, right? We need to get to the Super Bowl game. We need to be up in that contention every single year if you're under center, right? With Deshaun Watson, he has not even got close to sniffing that. You know what I'm saying? So he's definitely not in Joe Burrow's category when you talk about that. So, yes, Joe Burrow has done that to himself with all the success he's had. In Joy, what's more important, Deshaun Watson play well tomorrow and this season or the Browns win games? Because the AFC we know is loaded. Deshaun Watson led the league in passing. Shady brings us up often. 2020. But the Houston Texans were 4-12. and 12. Mm. Deshaun Watson was phenomenal in 2020, but his team lost. Mm. What's more important this year? Deshaun show he's Deshaun? Or the Browns win games regardless? I think it's Browns win games. I mean, they, I don't, who cares if they're, that's the difference. Who cares at this point? He's been paid. So it's not like he has to be the reason that they win in order for him to get paid or any of that. If they win games, it doesn't really matter what he looks like because he's in the building regardless because yeah. of that contract. But this, just on the micro sense, I don't think for this game this weekend, like somebody's got to lose. I know they can tie, but <laughs> like someone's probably going to lose this game, right? And it's not going to be the end of the world. Unless Deshaun Watson doesn't look good. That's the difference. Yeah. The, yeah. the Bengals have struggled to start the season last year, and we're fine. If Deshaun comes out and looks anything like he did last year and they lose, it's going to be a problem. Well, let's, let's keep it 100, too. If he don't play well, they're going to lose. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. 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 he, he, he got to go out there and be Deshaun Watson. When we return, it is my favorite segment of the week. It is time for Joy to hand out her Friday flowers. Who in the sports world should get some love? Who's that unforeseen mm. star that Joy will educate you on? Do not go anywhere. That is next. Special delivery. <laughs> Harper hits one in the air. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services Marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? 
from finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience. Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. What is up, family? Welcome back to Speak. It is my favorite segment of the week. Joy Taylor at the big board handing out her flowers. Joy, talk to me. Who's getting Friday's flowers? All right, well, let's start with Coco Goff. She made history when she defeated Carolina Muhova in the semifinals of the U.S. Open. She's 19 years old, a tennis sensation, the youngest American player to make a U.S. Open final since... The GOAT, Serena Williams, achieved that feat at 17 years old in 1999. So Goff displayed her maturity. She waited through a 49-minute delay in the match to beat her opponent in straight sets. So congrats to Coco. Incredible accomplishment. And hopefully she can finish off her first Grand Slam win in the final on Saturday. Up next, Alexander Madison. He has big (laughs) shoes to fill, taking over for Dalvin Cook as the Vikings lead running back. But he's already standing tall in the community. He hosted a back-to-school event with his I Am Gifted, partnering with the Salvation Army. The NFLPA names Madison as their first community MVP of the season, and I wanted to add some flowers on that. So great start to the Alexander Madison era in Minnesota. And finally... Flowers for our very own Emmanuel Ocho, already an Emmy winner, two times, New York Times bestseller, three times, and now he is the Friday flower. So you can add that. (laughs) (laughs) Our coworker and friend, TED Talk host as well. So how was your experience of your first TED Talk, Emmanuel? Of all the things I have ever done, I was probably most nervous to do that joy. Um, But I always wanted to say thanks for coming to my TED Talk. And I'm not going to lie, Joe, I got stage fright and I didn't say it. Oh, man. Well, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wonderful job, Joy. Okay, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys as we transition. Incredible job right there, Joy. Love Friday flowers. Now get this. Will Dak Prescott get any flowers on Monday? Because Sunday night, Cowboys open up against the New York Giants. Dak Prescott won the division, won 10 straight games, rather, against the divisional rival New York Giants. Dak Prescott hasn't lost to the Giants, America, since 2016. Water cooler stat. But now, James Jones' former coach, Mike McCarthy, he's taking over play-calling duty. Dak talked about the Cowboys' offense and said, quote, my comfort level is at an all-time high. My comfort level with this brilliant cast of characters is at an all-time high. Every now and then I'm reminded how honored I am to do this show with all three of y'all for several reasons. Shady played at an incredible high level, played with incredibly talented people. Joy obviously just displayed her brilliance. James Jones, you played at an incredible high level, led the NFL in receiving touchdowns in 2012 with 14, but played with some brilliant people like Mike McCarthy. You won a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. Pressure, Mike McCarthy, or Dak Prescott, who's under more? Well, you guys know how I feel about Coach Mike. Coach Mike is a winner, however you want to look at it. Whether you like him, whether you don't like him, Coach Mike's a winner. Coach Mike has called plays, and he's won a Super Bowl. Coach Mike has called plays, and he's been 15-1, and 14-2, 13-3, however you, however you want, to, want to dice it up. All the pressure on Dak Prescott, Ooh. right? And the reason is, is because you're only as good as your last game. Mm. And the last game we remember to Dak Prescott, he lost the game for his team out there against the San Francisco 49ers, threw some interceptions, right? Lost the game for his team. So 
the first impression is huge for you, not Coach Mike. You have to come out here. You cannot turn this football over, especially turn it over and your football team loses. You have a really good football team. This team is going to go as far as Dak Prescott can take them. So Dak has to play well. So all the pressure for this week's game is on Dak Prescott to go out there and show Cowboys, show the world that, 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 that Dak last year ain't here. Them interceptions ain't happening. So for me, all the pressure is on Dak. Law, you preaching, Law. Hey, man, Law. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Mike McCarthy. Just because now that, I mean, he's the captain of this team. He's the head coach. But he said, hey, listen, Kellen Moore was there, and he didn't like the job he was doing. Yeah. And I was confused. Like, really? Because last year, they were fourth in points. Mm-hmm. The year before that, they were first in points. So the offense was doing pretty well. Had some Pro Bowl guys on the offensive side. The only pr- person that was messing up, you said who he was, was Dak Prescott. But you, you elected to fire him, Kellen Moore, and then you wanted to be the OC. So, okay, now you want some real pressure, though. Right? Now you're pressure as a head coach. Now you're pressure as an office coordinator. Now you want to call the shots. So if they go out there and they don't look good, they don't look efficient, the offense is slowing and not putting points up. Who you want to blame? And Jerry's going to blame Mike McCarthy because this is what you wanted. Yeah. Now you got the keys to the new car. It's how you driving it. Two five. I think. Um, I think y'all are both right. But here's what's interesting. Let me try to break down the nuance in break my it mind. Down. As I see it. <laughs> Internal pressure. Two five. External pressure. James Jones. Y'all know. Well, y'all might not know. So I will tell you all. Oftentimes, there's a different amount of pressure within the building than there is outside of the building. Okay. Outside of the building, Dak Prescott's under more pressure because we will come on the show talking about Dak Prescott. If Mike McCarthy makes a bad call, we won't talk about it. But if Dak Prescott throws a pick, it's much easier to see. Exactly. But in my mind, inside the building, it's Mike because when Mike got hired by the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, owner and general manager, said, you know what? Hey, you're not calling plays. Mm-hmm. Kellen Moore is. Can't touch Kellen. Yeah. Mike was calling plays in Green Bay, but remember, that ended up going abysmally, and he ended up going 6-9-1. and one. They got him up out of there. So if you were restricted from calling plays when they hired you, Mm -hmm. and now you've been given the ability and the authority to call plays once again, can you do it? Mm -hmm. Or are you just going to remind Jerry Jones why we stopped you from doing it in the first place? Mm -hmm. So externally, all the pressure in my mind is on Dak. Dak Prescott will lead the show on Monday. I promise you if he throws two or more interceptions. Mm -hmm. I promise you our A block will be on Dak Prescott. (laughs) You have my word. Can I start? (laughs) <laughs> yes, he's there. If he throws Deal. two or more interceptions. I, that's just the way the TV goes. Yeah. Or if Dak Prescott throws five touchdowns, no interceptions, mm-hmm. I promise you we'll lead the show with him again. Mike McCarthy, not so much. Joy, educate us. Where you at? Yeah, I would agree with you. I think internally there's more pressure on Mike and externally there's more pressure on Dak. But for this game, it's more pressure on Dak. Yep. I can't imagine that Mike McCarthy is going to call such a terrible game that we're like, damn, we need Callum Moore back. Yeah. Like, that's, that's hard for me to imagine. And the macro throughout the season, and particularly when we get into close games at the end of the season, then I think the pressure will really be on Mike McCarthy because we want to see what kind of offense he's dialing up in these crunch time moments. And, and he, there's, there's been some times where, like, that wasn't the right call. Yeah. And that was a mistake. They look sloppy. There's too many penalties. Oh, and all that stuff is coaching. So there's always going to be pressure on Dak because he's the player. But I think in this game particularly, especially because all the talk – about how the season ended and how his season went last year with the interceptions, all eyes are going to be on, is he going to play a clean game? And if he doesn't, that's going to be the conversation, and that's not going to be because of Mike McCarthy. So I got a question for you, Acho, and anybody can get in on it. If Dak Prescott goes out here and plays lights out and throws five touchdowns, does Coach Mike get the credit or Dak? Unfortunately, no, Dak. Right? Yeah. So the reason why I say that is the ball is in Dak's hands. 
right? And we are we are going to be able to see him play. Yeah. Mike, we, we don't know what Mike calling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're going to be able to see him play. So if some of these crazy decisions happen and we looking like, I know Mike called to play, but that's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the same Dak from last year. That's why I feel like it's all on him because you have to look a certain way when you take this football field. Only thing about the Cowboys that I've learned, and you always talk about updating your, your uh, information, information, right? So I updated my information. And they never really blame anybody. Or they never really blame Dak. I don't see nobody really blaming Dak. It's always in Dallas. They, yeah. in Dallas. they always cover up for him. Right? Think about it, though. If, so you're saying it's all in Phil in Philadelphia, if Jalen Hurts did what he did last year, pick-wise, you know how crazy that would be everywhere. Yeah. Think about Philly, the Philly market. Yeah, the media, yeah, they're going to be on his head. Everybody. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he wouldn't have had no but, 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 All of them. But Dallas, it was not like that, though. You would have thought he didn't lead the league in picks and, and play less, uh, five games less than any other quarterback. That's a good point. You see what I'm saying? So it, 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 the pressure can't be on Dak. I watched Dak. Throw some crazy picks, right? And, I, and sometimes I get outraged a little bit. I get excited, right? I get, my motion comes out. But he threw some crazy picks. And I didn't see nobody really bash him about it. They, you know what they said? Well, hey, he, he's never done this before. Mm -hmm. He's never played this bad. Mm -hmm. It's the thumb. It's this. It's that. Yeah. They always make excuses for this guy. Yeah. So when you say about the real pressure, it's got to be McCarthy. Mm -hmm. It is easier to blame Dak, unfortunately, for Dak. But it's not a Dak thing, America. It's easier to blame players. Like, even me, who played the game of football for a long time and consider myself a student of football, I have to watch intently to say, oh, this OC is calling a bad game. Right. I can watch casually. I can be texting Shady, watch the game, oh, interception. Text and Joy, watch the game. Hi, Dak, you missed that dig route. Mm. But for me to be able to assess an offensive coordinator, I really have to be like, mm. man, why the heck? Okay, wait, wait, you went outside zone, and then you went tossing to the boundary? Mm. Okay, wait, like, I, I can't yeah, right, casually right, watch right. and assess. That's good point, yeah. So that's why, like, it is Dak externally. Mike, I think in turn. But also, I just don't think we're not gonna ha we're not gonna have enough information about this offense from one game. Mm -hmm. We'll have more information about Dak after one game than we than will we about yes. Mike McCarthy and yes. what this offense yes. is gonna look yes. like. Like yes. we need some games, we need to see some patterns, we need to see some stats, and how they look over a period of time before we can assess how Mike is yeah. looking, calling the game, calling plays for the Cowboys in this offense. Like we just don't yeah. have enough information from one game, unless, of course. They look catastrophic, but I can't imagine them looking that way just because they're so talented. Correct. But, but even, even some of the picks he did have, like um, the easy picks he threw. Let's just use the Niners. Mm -hmm. Those were some easy picks that yeah. he shouldn't have threw. Even the one that Greenlaw dropped, that yep. was like right in his hands. And I'm thinking like, well, they talked about um, Kellen, Moore, Kellen Moore not throwing it too much. Because Mike Carson said, I want this year, I want to run the ball more. I'm thinking like, man, but bro, let's, let's talk about the real issue here. The real issue is not throwing too much or running too much. It's you can't throw the ball exactly to the, the defense. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that. And let's, like, and let's not forget. Can you catch? All, see? Look. Got you. See? It's not easy. All training camp, all we've been hearing is, Ooh. this is Dak Prescott's team. Yes, Dak can check into this. Dak can get yeah. to that. That is true. The ball is in Dak's hands. I love Coach Mike, but it's a little protection for me. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Well, so when we watching this game, we get up there and Dak alert, alert, hey, and the play don't work. That's a good point. We can't be saying this is Mike. Yeah. That's why I say it has to go a certain way and Dak has to lead this team and play well because I've played for Coach Mike in this offense to where he walks into this thing, into the team meeting, and he says, 12, you got the ball. Get us in the right play. That would be, ooh. 12, you got the rock. Get us in the right play. Do we got game plan? Absolutely. Do we got for our first 15? Absolutely. But when we get out there, 
12, you see certain stuff, get us in the right play. Run our pass. Mm. The ball is in your hands. And that's the same thing he's doing with Dak. It might be a little bit too much for him. It might not. He might, might look really might. good. We don't know. We will find out. But that's why I think all the pressure. It might. You say it might. Now, you know. <laughs> Did he say it he might? He's doing it like that. Hey, hey Dak, he's – Here you go, bro. <laughs> That's, he's sitting hey. doing stuff like that. Whoa. All in your hands, G. Uh, it's your offense. When we return, it is over time. We have to revisit the Chiefs game from yesterday. It was a shocking, shocking, and ugly defeat. Astonishing, oh, yeah, truly. So back. But we'll tell you if we're concerned about the defending team. Oh. Yo, that's a wild thing to say. Yo, four. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, family, we're in overtime, which means we get to revisit the most important topic in sports today. The Chiefs, they lost last night. Patrick Mahomes was 5-0 and in week one games until yesterday. Streak broken in large part due to eight drops by wide receivers. Now, keep in mind, you know already, but Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee. He didn't play. Chris Jones, he wants a brand new deal. He didn't play. Chiefs lose. Let's have a real conversation, Joy. I don't know if enough people are talking about it. I don't want to overreact, but if you watched the Chiefs yesterday, they looked how we all thought they would look after Tyree Kill left. Mm-hmm. Remember, after Tyree Kill left, even Shady was talking about, like, man, I don't know about this offense. I don't know about this offense. I was like, 2-5, I'm with you. I don't know about this offense. Chiefs still won a Super Bowl. But then yesterday, all of those I don't know about this offenses came to fruition. Yeah. Joy, what's your concern level for the Chiefs? Feels like... Grandma's house in the summer. Mm. You know? How so? Talk to us. I'm like, Graham, I know you got AC in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those days. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like a it's little to too balmy in here. You know, it's like it's hovering around like 74. You can't move around a lot. Like, just bump it down just a few degrees so everyone's comfortable. Otherwise, we got to sit here. There ain't enough lemonade in the world. That's sort of what the temperature is. Like, it's not hot. It's mm. not unbearable. We love them, so we're going to stay in the room. But it's starting to sweat. Yeah. So like, that's how I feel about the Chiefs. Because Kelsey can't be that huge for them. Yeah. Mm. Like he, we know he's a big part of the offense and accounts for about a quarter of their production. But the drop-off cannot be that huge. It looked last night like Mahomes, Reed, and Kelsey were covering up massive deficiencies mm. on this offense. Now, Shane made a point earlier that I think is, is great. When you're asking role players to step up into players that you can count on, play in and play out, that might be too big of a jump. So maybe these players are perfect for an offense that has a healthy Kelsey and Mahomes present. But even just a consistent player yesterday, I think the game would have gone differently. And that is what makes me concerned because if Kelsey is not healthy, and obviously he felt healthy enough to try and play yesterday, so it doesn't seem like it's that desperate. You, they just need him. They need him out there, and they need Chris Jones back in the I game. got a question, Joy. When you are at this, when, you're, when you are 
at this figurative grandma's house, uh -huh. okay? And it's hot, it's uncomfortable at yeah. least, it's uncomfortable. Does she at least ask, like I asked yesterday <laughs> at the house, yeah, are you uncomfortable? Playing. No, first of all, you know, oh, was... grandmas are not asking anything. They don't ask if you're hungry, you want something to eat? You want something to eat, you want a snack? You want some cookies? They really care okay. for real. They, they want to care that you're fed. Can I love about them in on the show? They, really they don't care about what temperature America, it is. So here's what it was. Everybody was at my house. We're watching the game. We're all watching the, the Thursday night game. Joy's like, it's cold. Joy gets a blanket. Shady's like, it's cold. Shady gets a blanket. Now, because I care <laughs> about these beautiful souls around me, because I care about my people, I asked 825. No, no, no. You asked him. You asked Jay? Yeah. And I, I said, hey, Jay. We all have blankets. Yeah, I said, have blankets. I was just sitting there chilling. I said, Jay, is it cold? Yeah. Jay couldn't even respond. And I said, <laughs> I said, you ask this dude like you care, like he won't yeah, do something like about it. Yeah, like I said, he I said, said, yeah, I'm as, cold. As, as, he lay, do? as he laying on the couch, though, he ain't getting nothing to go. Like <laughs> it's freezing in there. He's gonna I'm turn it down just, for yeah. you. Let yeah. me show you ace yourself since you're cold. Oh, yeah, he didn't care. Just making mouth sounds. Yeah. You ain't <laughs> change the temperature, not one degree. Oh, okay, let me change the topic since I didn't change the temperature. Getting back on task. James, concern level for the Chiefs. Well, I'm with grandma. I'm, I live in Arizona. My blood a little thin. Grandma, yeah. it, it, it need to be hotter. <laughs> grandma, turn the heat up on. I know they sweat and tell them go outside or something. <laughs> it need to be a little hotter because my concern, if we talking from concern between 1 and 10, my concern at an 8. Ooh. I am concerned Ooh. for the Kansas City Chiefs, the way they looked last night. Number one, right? Drop passes. I have been in that situation to where Aaron has thrown me the ball. And I've dropped it. Mm. Not once. Not twice. Mm. Maybe not even three times. You got what I'm saying? Right? And I, I, I call myself having pretty good hands. And it's been other games to where I went through them drops and I'm open in 12 line. <laughs> right? And I'm coming back to the huddle or we'll be out after film study and he'd be like, JJ, I got to come to you right there. And I'm like, I know why. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know why you don't trust me right now. Right, so Pat can come up there and say whatever he want after. He's seeing them boys drop that ball, trust going down. Right, he, he, he ain't gonna really trust them. And then on defense, we can't stop the run. We can't get after the passer. What's your slogan? What we talking what about? What we talking about, man? Eight out of 10. Well, my, my level of concern is very low. Okay. It's very small. I mean, this, this is the Chiefs we talking about. One of, of the best ran organizations in the NFL. One of the best coach teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, there's been games where guys drop balls. Yeah. We've all been around that. Kadarius Tony will not play that bad like that again. Mm -hmm. Might have a bad game, but won't be like that. He missed a whole bunch of time in training camp. You can see this is the way he was running. He wasn't sure. They had a crossing route. He didn't know if he was the one on top oh, or on the bottom. Yep. He was confused. Awesome. And that's from – definitely pause. But that's, that's from not being in the, in the game plan, not playing, not in the practice field. Yep. You look at all, all the other players. They didn't run the ball particularly well last, last night. Right, where normally they don't really run the ball well, but they still give you them pops. They throw the ball so well that you're going to get the easy runs. When Kelsey comes back, the role players will, will, will get back to what they do best, yeah. and that's contribute. You're not asking these guys to, be, to shine bright in the bright moments. Yeah. You have Travis Kelsey for that. Like last year, let's not act like they had a whole bunch of superstar wide receivers. Oh, yeah. Let's just keep it real, though, mm -hmm. right? Juju Schuster, I mean, he's, he's okay. Assistant. He's all right. Yeah. Right? Not a number one. Not a number yeah. one. They didn't have no number ones. And that, that same offense, we all watched. We all witnessed how that offense looked better without Tyreek Hill, which yeah. I thought was impossible. Yeah. So I just want everybody to, what's, what's your boy, A-Rod? Relax, relax. 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 You know my counselor. I told you about my what, counselor. She always says, LaShawn, when you get upset, you get angry. 
Just take a second. <laughs> breathe in. Breathe out. You know, that's interesting. My therapist told me I need to start working on that. They might know each other. So I need to tell, tell people I need a second to digest what you just right. said to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back for however long it takes, and I'm going to give you an answer. Shady, did you... And that's the answer. Quick yeah. question to you. You got confidence in the Kansas City Chiefs to bounce back next week and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars without Chris, even if you're getting a, if, if, a, if any a, team an is, average Travis Kelsey? If any team is Andy Reid, for sure. Any, if, and if there's any team out there that can come back, if Travis don't play, if Chris, Chris um, Jones ain't there, yeah, hell yeah. We got to see. The thing is, I get it. They lost. Yeah. Lions are a solid team. They lost. At home, it's, yep. it's, it's a bad thing, but it happens. I never thought they were going to be undefeated the whole year. No doubt. What I'm saying is, it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Let's not get crazy here. That's all I'm saying. Also, Chris Jones isn't injured. Chris Jones can be back at any yeah. time. Yeah. They, so, they might. Yeah, that, you never that know. That part is solvable. Oh, we, so hope so. check, we hope so. We hope so. You get the check uh, to, to his bank. He's going to be back. So it's really, uh, and I think that he will. So it's really to me about if Travis Kelsey is going to be available the whole season and how everybody else will step up. Because, because a part of that offense surviving without Tyreek Hill was Travis Kelsey still? Come on there. now. So I, I want to ask y'all as the group: Do y'all so y'all seen the performance offensively from the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Are y'all telling me y'all think that this year their offenses, if if Travis doesn't come back for the next four weeks, you think their offense is going to be bad like that, like it was last night? I think it'll be better than it'll it was be last night. It'll okay, be all right. It'll be better. Now, now that's more respect on Andy. Like, all right, let's. Yeah. I now here's my thought though, and again, it's I don't it's, know. It's, it's one week. It's one week. But James, if you allow me to do this, yeah. it's like. Remember how great the Patriots were in the early 2000s? They went to three Super Bowls, then they didn't win another one for 10 years. Tom Brady, greatest of all time. Uh, We have seen the Chiefs go to three Super Bowls, Mm -hmm. of two of which they've won. Patrick Mahomes has hosted the AFC Championship game five years straight. Mm -hmm. Five years straight. I catch myself thinking he'll do it forever. But that's a dumb thought, Acho. Like, he he can't literally host the AFC Championship game every year. Shady, Andy Reid, you and him are close friends. I believe y'all even communicated as recently as yesterday. You know we did. (laughs) Andy Reid went to the conference championship game in the NFC five years in a row. Four Four years in a row? Four in a row. Four in a row. Philadelphia, yep. But eventually it stopped. Like, eventually it stopped. Now, Andy Reid had Donovan McNabb, not Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Uh, Bill Belichick still went to two Super Bowls during that 10-year drought. He just didn't win them. But eventually it stops. Like, eventually it it has to stop. Could this have been the beginning of eventually? No. 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 And I know it's TV, but no. (laughs) They had a bad game and they lost. Their top three players, two of them didn't play. I'm sure Chris Jones... Will come back sometime. He'll be there, right? And he's great. And I, don't, even when he's there, they struggle at defense sometimes. Yes, but he they makes still the do. big, spl- the, the, big plays. Yeah. You need a tackle for loss, I'm there. You need a sack, I'm lost. Great moments. That's what Chris Jones is for. Yeah. And then we, Travis Kelsey. I mean, let's not even talk about tight ends. Let's talk about offensive weapons. Yep. Yeah. He's a top three offensive weapon no doubt about out the whole it. league. Won't argue. Won't and, argue. If, and if he's in that game, that's another thing, though, before I even get to that point, and I'll be quick. When you're preparing the, whole, the game plan, you're repping it up, repping it up, practicing it, practicing it, repetition, and then you get to one day or two days before the game, and oh, he's not, he's our biggest piece is out. You gotta rip up that whole game plan. Now we gotta make a whole different thing up. Compared to if our main player is not there, and I got a whole week to prepare that he's not gonna be there, and it's Andy Reid. Yeah. I'm betting my money that Andy Reid, knowing that Travis won't be there for no week, a week or two, he get the offense wrapped up again. When we return, uh, let me take us to break, James. When we return, we're going to have fun with this one. Fifteen more NFL games remaining. We're going to take a player from each team in each matchup and tell you who has more at stake. We're talking about all 15, y'all. It'll be fast. It'll be educational. It'll be entertaining. If you go somewhere, make sure you run back. That's next on Speak. 
Empire family, we are in our hurry up offense. Now look, we gotta revisit all 15 games that will occur over the next 72 hours and less. There are some incredible matchups, Tua Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, amongst others. So what we are going to do right now is talk about who has more at stake. I'm gonna take a player from each team, a coach maybe from each team, and figure out who has more stake in the pivotal of the matchups. Shady, we're starting with you. Panthers and the Falcons. Okay. Bryce Young, Bajan Robinson, two first-round picks. Who has more mm -hmm. stake? Bajan Robinson, for sure. Running back going to the top 10, that's like a dinosaur. You never see it no more at all. And, and we're counting on you to bring back the running back market. You gotta show up, baby. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Okay, really one of the most exciting games of the weekend, Joy. You got the Bengals, you have the Browns. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, two of the highest paid at the position mm -hmm. who has more at stake yes yes long pockets in both of these cities uh it's Deshaun Watson he has to prove that he's right. the starting quarterback and he's worth 230 million dollars he has to prove he can take a very talented Browns team not just the playoffs but also win and that starts this weekend Saints and the Titans Derek Carr is showing up to the scene yeah. Titans trying to figure out their quarterback position so I'm gonna go battle of the Derricks Derek Carr and running back Derek Henry mm -hmm. James Jones more at stake more at stake is easy. It's Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr ain't got 219 M's, but over his career, he got more than that in there. And you just got a hundred more. Your division is weak. And let's just keep it a hundred, right? I know you ain't on Aaron status, but they're expecting you to do that, right? They're expecting you to come in here and change this thing around and get to the playoffs and win. All eyes will be on this matchup. Baltimore Ravens, yes. Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud, first-round pick, supposed to help D'Amico Ryans change the Texans organization. But Lamar Jackson has been given the keys. The keys, shady, more at stake. C.J. Stroud, Lamar Jackson. I got to say Lamar Jackson. C.J. Stroud, oh, he's a rookie. But like you said, they gave Lamar the keys, the house, everything. All of it. All the, the dog, everything. Yeah. So they, they, they overpaid you know, Odell Beckham to come there, got him. Zay Flowers, first-round draft pick, got him. Everything he needs, he has. New offensive coordinator, no Lamar doubt. Jackson. It's time to show up. Okay, get this. Baker Mayfield taking over for Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. Yes, Tampa Bay Buccaneers face the Minnesota Vikings. 13 wins the Vikings had last season, but they actually weren't that good. So, Joy, tell me, more at stake, Baker or Kirk Cousins? No, we know Kirk Cousins can win games in this league. We have to see a little more in the postseason, but Baker Mayfield is on his fourth team, and I don't think there's going to be a fifth with him starting if he doesn't look good this year. They have a lot of talent still remaining there from that Super Bowl team. They're well coached. He has to make it happen. He's not going to get another opportunity after this. James, this might be the most interesting. This isn't about players. Yeah. This one now is about coaches. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Gannon, first-year head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Ron Rivera, on the hottest of seats, head coach for the Commanders. Cardinals, Commanders. Gannon, Rivera, more at stake. This is easy. It's, it's Rivera, right? Gannon trying to lose. He trying to get the number one pick. He trying to get my man Caleb Williams out of USC. Ron Rivera is fighting for his job. If you are going to lose this season, you are going to be fired. And it ain't going to be at the end of the season. It's probably going to be in the middle. And here come Eric Bieniemy taking over. So, man, most at stake, man, Ron Rivera. Shady, you don't get a second chance at a first impression. Anthony Richardson will make his first impression as the starter for the Colts. Yeah. But he's taking on Trevor Lawrence, one of the youngest, most talented quarterbacks in the National Football League. Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, who has Easy one. Trevor Lawrence. Oh. Since he's been in college, they kept telling me how great this player is. They have. Over and over. They have. We got to see it. He's, he's getting better and better and better each year. And you have Doug Peterson as your head coach. Come on. All that offense they gave him, the team, the players, everything he needs also to get to the, to the finish line. So he's another one. Trevor Lawrence, we got to see it. Let's move quickly. We are in the hurry up. Joy, Brock Purdy, 
Kenny Pickett, Steelers, Niners, more stake. Purdy or Pickett? Brock Purdy, no question. He's coming mm-hmm. off of an injury. He was playing an NFC Championship game last year. This team is loaded. We think it's one of the most talented, if not the most talented True. team. True. We, we, True. we are at the church of Shanahan once again, so <laughs> it's all on Brock Purdy now. James, moving to your Packers because Jordan Love, he's taking over for one of the greatest ever in Aaron Rodgers, but Justin Fields has a lot to prove. Yeah. More stake. Love or Fields? Fields, um, you you heard me up here arguing with Shady, you know, about you and Jalen Hurst, poor mans and all that. Make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to much more at stake. I got to move. <laughs> Jalen Hurts speaking of him and his Eagles take on Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Shady, Jalen Hurts or Bill Belichick? It, more at stake. It can't be Mr. All-Pro from last year. It got to be Belichick. Ooh, Belichick, like listen, like without like Tom it. Brady, he's 50%. That's average. That's, that's, that's what it is. That's I, I like it. Okay. It's average, bro. Staying in the coach's offices, Joy, Sean McVay and his Rams take on Pete Carroll and his Seahawks. McVay, Carroll. Oh, for sure, Pete Carroll. Sean McVay just won a Super Bowl a few years ago, played or coached in another one. And I know Pete Carroll has also, but you're not sneaking up on anyone this year. What do you have to do? Update your information, update your expectations. Mm. We expect things from the Seahawks this year. I love it. James, going to your Raiders. Raiders take on Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Who has more at stake, Jimmy G or Russ? Russ, going to the next. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 2-5. Let's stay with the quarterbacks. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, Daniel Jones and the Giants. Dak, Daniel Jones, more at stake. I want to say Dak, but I got to be honest. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. Ooh. I mean, yeah, we got to see it. You look good last year, and, and the year you had last year was above average, mm. but it was really good. I mean, guy from Duke doing well, yep. I like to see it. I like to see it. We got to see more, though. What I can't wait to see is Justin Herbert and Tua Tungabayaloa. Dolphins, Chargers, Joy, more at stake. Tua Herbert. Fins up, fins Ooh, up, but it's got to be Tua. Tua's got to stay healthy this season. Come on, Tua. Mm. We're, we're rooting for you. Eat your Wheaties, Tua. <laughs> Herbert's been paid, so it's he has. James, take us home and really what will be yeah. one of the biggest games of sports history this year. Yeah. Bills, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, more at stake. Josh Allen is young, his window's like this, AR-12 is older, his window like oh. this, it's time to go more at stake. Aaron Rodgers, he gotta get it done. Oh, for okay. I love it. This was a ton of fun, a lot of great games. When we return, we will let you know who we picked to win every game. We'll go one by one, let you know you can steal our picks if you need to. <laughs> you can steal our picks if you need to. That's next on Speak. All right, family, it is time for the two-minute drill. A little less than two minutes in show. We got to give you our picks before we get out of here. You will see circled in yellow, squared in yellow, all of my picks. The one I'm going to highlight, I surprisingly have the Steelers beating the 49ers. The Niners do not start their seasons very well. I also have the Dolphins beating the Chargers. Those are my two surprises. Joy, let's see your picks, Well, those are my surprises, too, so I will (laughs) go with a different one. I will go with the Bears over the Packers. I don't know if it's entirely a surprise. But I'm going to go with Justin Fields getting a win to start the season. And uh, week week one is always wild. So. Wait, real quick, Joy. You have Bryce Young winning. You got Bryce Young beating Oh, Justin I'm all Rickard. on the Panthers this season. Love it. You know that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Jay, where you at, big dog? Oh, man, let's check it out. So as you can see, um, Wait, some of them are yellow, but some of them are Those are shady. Oh, 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 go ahead, right, Shady. I, my, my big one is the Bucks. I think the Bucks will beat the Vikings. Ooh. I think um, Baker Mayfield is going to do simple. Hand the ball off. Hand the ball off. Let the defense play. And then my second one. 
one. Y'all took the Steelers, which I don't know why you took the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, went, I, I took the uh, Broncos to beat the Raiders. Oh. Ooh. Let's go, Russ. Ooh. Well, that's not going to happen. Raider Nation, stand up. But um, as y'all can see, I got one highlighted in green because your boy was the only one right up here. <laughs> I took the Detroit Lions, so I'm off to a good start, man. But look, I got my Raiders beating the Broncos, and obviously I got the Jets over the Bills, which yeah, would be a really good cool. Jets over the Bills. Right, I got the Jets. Uh -huh. I got the Jets? Yeah, look at you. Ooh, it's taking it. Oh, it's too late, man. Hey, oh, hey, show no. over, 10. Show oh, over. No. Yo, we appreciate y'all hanging with us. It's a great weekend of NFL and college football. Make sure you meet us here on Monday. Speak. Peace.